a spirit is nothing more than a person without a body. So they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody is looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friend, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around. But you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries. That's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. Redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. y'all what's going on y'all what's going on welcome to wednesday night live house party here on the 21.8 amplitude network 
I am your boy Blue with DJ No Flow. No Flow is in the house. No Flow looking a lot better today. Not that, that Sunday special's gone. I'm sure you're going to say something during this show here that's going to let, let me go ahead and do the lemon face, okay? So I'm just, I, you know what? I'm just ready for it there whenever, okay? Lemon, lemon face is about to happen. It's about time. We know it. It's coming. <laughs> And I, I would encourage somebody, I would encourage anybody out there to go ahead and take a bet on how long it's going to take, how many minutes it's going to take for me to get a lemon face there because it's something that Boy Blue is going to say. Go ahead, place your bets now, okay, before we go any further, okay? Yeah, how many, how many lemon faces are, are we going to experience on this show today, huh? Now you know I'm going to purposely not try to get a lemon face there, okay? Just so... <laughs> You may lose a bet, okay? <laughs> he thinks he's going to lose a bet. We'll see about that one. Are you ready to get into it? I'm ready to go. Hey. Yeah. 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 We them five hey. OST boys hosting tonight. Wednesday yeah. night. House party. Boys. Holla, holla, we them boys. Holla, 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 we making noise, holla. We making noise, baby. Yo, yo, yo. We making noise. The father of the boys ain't lying with you. Back like we left something. We making noise, holla. We them boys. With your one and only, your boy, Blue. Let them talk, let them hate, come on, let them hate motivation. Let them be the motivation. Hard work and dedication. Be the motivation. Come on, everybody. Do it. DJ No Flow. Come on. What is it? Rising up. The top. Got the guts, got the glory. Went the distance, now I'm not gonna stop. Just a man and his will to survive. Oh my goodness, yes. What is it? Are you rising up to the challenge of your rival? And he's watching us all. It's the eye of the tiger. All right, here goes. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eye of the tiger. It's that eye. The eye of determination. Separate the eye. Separate you from the sheep, from the goats. You ready to go? We got to fight. We got a fight going on. We got to get in it. That's what we got to do. Absolutely, man. You ready to do this? Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wednesday Night Life House Party. No matter where you may be in the world, whether it's daytime, 
nighttime, afternoon time. We thank you for logging in to the 21.8 Amplitude Network live and direct to you. If you're listening via Friday or Monday night, 7 p.m. on the 21.8 Amplitude Network, we thank you for tuning into our encore presentations. It's a beautiful thing when you guys can tune in and hear at Bump Our Gums once again on Fridays and Mondays. And if you're tuning in via Spotify or any other platform we're on, thank you for going to our website, pushing a button, pushing play, and saying hi to us because we appreciate it. All ears are good ears. And if you are tuning in via YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or any of those other things we've linked on to, thank you. We're waving to you. Appreciate you. We love you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much for all the faithful listeners and viewers across the world who come and tune into us. Um, it's truly a blessing to be able to be here with you and give you everything that God has given to us. Um, two hours of just really good, high-speed, fun. I call it life and comedy. I mean, we just, we, we, we do it. We do it, we do it. Absolutely. So, umolv.com, 833-586-6218. Uh, give us a call. You know what? Uh, if you want to hear, uh, if uh, we want, if you are, if you're tired of listening to us jawjacking, then give us a call. Okay, <laughs> let's make this clear, okay? On Wednesday nights, tonight, Wednesday night, okay? You're listening to us live, mm-hmm. okay? Live. Call us. Give us a call. This Wednesday, these Wednesday nights, we are live. When you call our number, 833-586-6218, when you call that number, we patch you in live to the board. You are talking to us live. Okay, someone t- told me that they don't they don't know if we're actually live because you probably listen on a Friday or Monday. But we are live via video, via radio. So if you call, you're gonna get us live on Wednesday nights. Okay, or Wednesday days or Wednesday afternoons, whatever time it may be where you're at. So just to prove to you there, it's Wednesday night, 7 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are live at this moment. That's right. We're live. Okay. So when you call into the number, you're gonna hear a nice little presentation, and then it's gonna um, then it's my voice actually, and I will tell you press zero to go live on the air. You push zero, and you're gonna hear who's in the house, our theme music play, and that's when I'll see it right on this little phone right here. If you see in the camera, the phone's right here. I will see it pop up and I will answer it, bring you on board, and we can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about or whatever it is we're talking about. Because today is going to be a very interesting show. I'm, I'm ready to go ahead and blow some theology, uh, some deep-seated, rooted theology up, okay, a little bit, okay, by the word of God, of course. Amen. So. All right, so before we get any further, proclaim. All right, so listen up. We're going to proclaim. We do this every week, and you know what it is. Very simple. We're going to proclaim that Jesus is Lord. All right? And then, you know what we're going to do? We're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come in and minister through us to you and to... What, what, are we going to get up again? Yes, every time we do the Holy Spirit thing, we're going to be doing All this. All right, let's do this again, okay? Okay, so if you're listening to us via radio, we're literally standing... Oh, you know what we forgot? We forgot to introduce... We'll do him afterwards. i got to move him now, so that now he's going to be out of the way now. Oh, okay. Right? Well, you... <laughs> I'm this guy. Okay, right. so... Here goes. You ready? If you are listening only, we are literally standing up in front of the camera, in front of our, w, our 21.8 TV, okay, and... What we're going to do is we're going to reach out to all of those who are watching us via Facebook, via YouTube, 
on our 21 point tv network okay this is the five ost boys right now we invite you holy spirit we invite you into this show right now this is how you do it this is how you're supposed to get a successful show a show that has the lord in it we invite you into the show holy spirit do your thing have your way father right now i pray that every ear that hears us every person who watches us on their tvs on their phones on their tablets whatever it may be that the holy spirit ministers to you that he ministers to you that he reveals the word of god to you the way he wants you to receive it i don't care what version of the word you read i don't care um what you may have been taught in your past right now right here blue and no flow both in are ushering in that holy spirit to your ears and eyes that your spirit gives a taste of this flow and lord in the name of jesus, yes, jesus. let the hearts of those people listen yes. whatever it is that you're doing yes all right stop doing it and just listen yes. all right yes because we allow the holy spirit to work in our hearts there when we open up our hearts yes. to him yes you have to open up your heart to the holy spirit and allow him to come in yes and do the work in there he's a gentleman he's not going to go ahead and violate your will no. and go against what you may not want uh, he's not going to go ahead and 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 barge his way in so ask the holy spirit to spit to open your heart yes uh, Touch that heart there, soften the soil, yes, so that you can receive, receive. what is going to go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. So receive that and say, Lord, and say, Lord, by the Holy Spirit, I, I pray, Spirit of the Living God, you give me a heart to hear Your Word. Yes. You give me a heart to speak to to understand Your Word. Yes, Father. And to interpret it and to receive it. Yes. In my life, in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. Because that's where change comes from. Yes, Father. Change comes from hearing the word hearing the word hallelujah yes. and receiving the word yes and father those and when you hear the word faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god the word of god your faith grows when you allow the yes, word father. to go inside of you yes. and get inside of you there yes. that's when the word grows yes father just like the farmer in order for him to plant the seed and have and have a harvest He's yes, got to go ahead and deposit the seed in the ground. Yes, you were the ground. That's right. You were the ground. Don't let your heart be hardened by those things that have happened to yes. you before there. Clear it out. Yes. Take the ground and, and till it and, 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 and churn it up. Yes. And allow the word of God to be planted in your heart because that's where the change comes. Yes, Father. So you got to open that heart up, open it up. Yes. to the change that God wants and to let him put the seed of him inside of you so that he can produce what he wants inside of yes, you Father. and grow inside and cause you to grow in that area. Yes, yes, yes. So in Jesus' name, receive it now. We yes. pray for the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God to come down come and down. minister life to these people yes. and have their hearts softened and tilled by your grace and power and mercy, Lord Jesus, Jesus. so they can receive that word, yes. have it come inside, yes. and all of a sudden bring forth what you have called it to bring what forth, you Lord have Jesus. Forth. Hallelujah. Yes. And we say that in Jesus' name. Damn. And we speak Damn. it in Jesus' name. Damn. Yes, Amen. Father. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you.
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was just the appetizer. You ain't even got yet to the main course. I got to tell Not you. Not even close. Not even close, man. Get ready to have your... If you got a pair of socks on, get your, take your socks off because they're going to be blasted off. You're going to have your socks knocked off, okay? Keep on going. That's all I got to say. Keep on rocking. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of those shows today. Man, I tell you. So, Holy Spirit's going to do what he's going to do tonight. Okay, today, whatever it may be, Holy Spirit's going to do what he's going to do. Okay, be ready for it because it's going to be some special stuff. So at this time right now, what I want to do is I definitely want to open the phone lines officially. So the open uh, phone lines are officially open right now. Let me hear. There it goes. Okay, so anytime during this next hour and uh, 42 minutes, roughly. Is it hour 42 minutes already? Yeah. That's uh, all? 42 minutes, okay. If anytime you want to call in and you want to give an opinion, talk about a topic we're talking about, or voice any type of concerns, disagreements, agreements, grievances, whatever, the number is on the screen uh, via YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, and it's also available. So, and we it's also 833 586 6218. Okay, 833 KUMO 218. All right, it's strolling, it's there. Um, definitely call it. Don't do not be shy. We are live, so you're gonna go right into the board, and we're gonna have a nice little conversation. Hey, Amen. We're ready to go, man. We're ready, ready to, to get into okay. it there. So okay. So tonight, today, today's show, we are talking about grace sufficient. Holy cow, grace sufficient. Man, that can go plenty of different ways. Obviously. People have different interpretations of what sufficient grace is. Um, this word was so big that I had to put it on uh, two different. Uh, actually, it was actually on uh, part one, two, three, four. Part four, yeah, four different, four different uh, things on it. So let me pull it up here so NoFlow can get us. A, talk about <laughs> little, talk about a little bit of grace sufficient, buddy. All right, so. We're going to talk about grace, and as I said, I think that I'm going to go ahead and knock a little bit of theology off of some people, because if you get the idea of grace, if you, if you can comprehend the idea of grace, you are no longer going to be living under the situations that you're living under right now. You're no longer going to be living the way that you have lived all this time why because you are going to be switched from being a victim to being a victor yes and it is going to be the ingredient of grace that's going to be the one that's going to cause you to become victorious and it's going to be very simple here so let's go ahead and start this here now okay so on your screens right now I have in the amplified version Second uh, Corinthians 12 9 through 10 uh, I mean we're, we're gonna go through it as best we can as far as uh, what we can cover in two hours uh, or less but thank you, <laughs> you <laughs> the, the previous one that you had there I I needed a pair of binoculars, man. Oh, I know. I, you, what is that? You don't see the preparation for the show. I have to put everything in <laughs> jumbo size, I tell you. 
extra jumbo size, I tell you. Okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm about to just walk up to that TV and look at it there. They just put it in front of me like this. <laughs> this guy, I tell you. Okay, so Second Corinthians nine, ten, not twelve. Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine through ten. Grace efficient part one. So I'm gonna go with the first part of this. I have up on the screen here, not that screen, the one I have on YouTube, and then we'll just break it down. Okay. So it says, but he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation, for my power is being perfected. That's where it stops right here for now. So, grace efficient for you. The loving kindness, the mercy is more than enough. Is it more than enough? Yes. Okay. Why is it more than enough? Because it's him. It's Jesus. Grace and mercy are a part of Jesus. They are, and they are a part of his character. So when grace and mercy comes into the, into the picture there, it changes you. It changes the trajectory of your life because it's no longer going to be you that's going to be operating under your own power, but it's going to be the power of the Holy Spirit operating inside of you because that comes with grace and mercy. Let's give a little bit of a background here if we have the time to give a background of what Paul was going through when this happened. Paul was dealing with a what we would call a thorn in the flesh. Okay? And Paul had a rough time with it and he prayed for the Lord to go ahead and take it away three times. And it didn't happen. But then Jesus gave him the reason why it happened. And I'm not going to I don't want to go ahead and give away that secret right now, but I'm going to give, I, I, I will give it away at the, uh, before we're done with this discussion. Okay, so grace and mercy is sufficient. My loving kindness and mercy are more than enough. Always available regardless of the situation, okay? I get that. I get that when Jesus enters your life, you know, it changes the trajectory of what you're doing and it should be the most number, it should be the number one thing in your life. But grace, grace is God's redemption at Christ's expense. Okay? So, and people, I know you're probably thinking, no, that means God's riches at Christ's expense. No, it doesn't. Get the riches out of your head. It's redemption. I'd rather have his redemption than his riches. Because his riches isn't going to save me. His redemption is going to save me. So, let's change the trajectory of that for one, for one minute, okay? And you can get back to your religious thoughts later. But right now, let's talk about redemption. <laughs> yeah, I'm not because you're right there, okay? I am, you're not going to get a sour face. You're not going to get a lemon face out of me here. Okay. Because I, I, you, I, do, you, do you agree with me on that one? As far So, redemption, if it's you a, concentrate a, on redemption... It's a simple yes or no. I agree with you, yes. Okay. The, the, can, can, I, can I finish? Yeah. Go ahead. This guy. <laughs> You're not going to get a lemon face yet. <laughs> Listen. <Okay. laughs> this okay. is not a lemon face. Not yet. Watch. Not I'll, yet. I'll get it eventually. Anyway, so grace is sufficient for you. My love and kindness and mercy are more than enough. Okay? There's an abundance of love. Obviously, if you are talking about sins, past, present, future, that covers a lot of space. Okay? Although we're not here for very long. We're here for, what, an average of 80 years maybe? Roughly 70, 80 years. Blink of an eye. Okay. So we're here for an average of very little time. But for us, that's a long time. I mean, we, can, we, can, we can accomplish a lot in that time. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So he has to worry about every person that Easy was born before him, during him, and after him. Sufficient, enough, always available, mm-hmm. regardless of situation. We all know the most unforgivable sin is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Define blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That is the continuous living of denial of God's power in your life of redemption every single day of your life. That's not saying you don't believe in God. That's a bunch of nonsense. You can say all you want. It's living, literally living every single day, consciously making a, a, a decision not to embrace his grace. Okay? There's people who do that. Mm-hmm. Everything else is forgivable. Okay? Even if you break that. Even if one day you say, you know what? I've been living this way. I've been living triumph. I've been denying God. And I just want to stop it now. And I want to, I want to give him a try. Even if you blasphemed him, you can stop this. And you can change the trajectory of your life. Why do you think atheists and people who don't believe in God and everything, they have all this negative in their life. And all of a sudden, one day, God just changes it. And they're like, you know what? I want to give this an attempt. You have to live your life all the way to the end to when your lights are out and blasphemy in order for it not to be forgiven. Okay? This is not just, okay, I'm not going to believe in him for, for a few months and not believe him again. No, no, believe. you, you, you got to understand the trajectory and the power of what you're dealing with. You're not dealing with, if you're not, you're, no, stop it. Stop with the religion. Stop with the religion. Okay? You have to understand what this means. This means that you're living every single day without him. The grace is more than enough because the grace can reach you at any point of your life. It doesn't matter what point of your life it is. You could be in the gutter, sleeping in a in an alley, wet, with all kinds of madness around you, trash, dirtiness, whatever, and grace still reach you. It doesn't matter. The only time grace is not going to reach you is in hell because you already done got there. The only place it can't reach you is hell. Everything else can reach you. That's why it's so important about how much is enough. Because people all the time say, I'm not worthy. It wasn't worth it. God doesn't. Why does God think about me? Little old me. Because his grace is enough. It's not more than enough. It's enough. For my power is being perfected. That means that his power in your life is always in a perfection state. Okay, it always has to mold to perfection because we are not perfect. Follow me? Yep. Okay. So we're gonna actually gonna jump into number two because that's where, where that's where this follows into. Okay, so number two. Completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Okay, therefore I will all I will all the more gladly boast in my weakness so that the power of Christ can completely enfold me and may whatever the case may be completely show itself effective what does that mean so if you are so in our in our own selves we're not able to do it but this is where grace comes in and i'm going to go ahead and just tackle this right here okay go ahead let me bring this to let me bring this to you here i believe what jesus was saying to paul was this Paul I've already given you the power to overcome this situation why are you praying why are you still not dealing with it in my power he said my grace is sufficient for you which means I've already given you the power to overcome what is coming against you 
trust. I've already gone ahead and given that power to you. Why are you still dealing with this as if you don't have the power? Now, let me point something out. For years, we've been taught, and this is what I'm referring to here. I'm about to, I'm warning everybody right now, okay? I'm about to go ahead and get a, I'm about to get Pentecostal here in a minute. It's about time. Okay? For years, we've been told, we've been said, you can't do it. You can't do it there because you're a sinner, because you have, you have, because you're not worth it, because you have, because of this and this and that. And even today, after getting saved and born again, we're still told the same thing. When the truth is, in ourselves, we can't do it by ourselves. We cannot. But that's where grace comes in, because the power of God comes upon us there and says that we can't do it. And while he's saying there is this, he said, listen, man, you've been dealing with some issues in your life there because you don't understand the power that you already have in us, in you. You don't understand that you don't have to deal with that power. You don't have to beg for that situation to change. You don't have to beg for things to happen. You can declare something to happen, and it will happen because it's my grace and my power that has made it possible for you to do so. I love you. Oh, I love you. This, this is what. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Glory. Do it. Get free. Ah. Get free. Listen, man. Get free. We got to stop it. We got to realize that. We got to realize that. We got to wake up and we got to understand this part and say, I am tired of living the victim mentality in my life because I am not a victim. Absolutely. Grace has made me not a victim. Grace has made me not somebody that has to suffer with it and put up with it. Grace has made me not. Grace has made me more than a conqueror through Christ who loved us. Listen, I will tell you something right now. You are not a conqueror. Listen to me carefully. You are not a conqueror. I am not a conqueror. You, them, and me are not conquerors. We are more than conquerors. Mm. And I want to give you an example. Mm. All right? Okay. Let's give you an example here. Okay. Keep it going. All right. Here goes. You ready for this? All right. Let's say that you... I I'm, I'm going to tell you right... Listen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Hallelujah. I want to give an example real quick of what it's like to be more than a conqueror. This is what it's like to be more than a conqueror right here. Listen, you, there's a man out there, there and I'm just using this as an example. Okay, I'm not being prophetic here, but I'm just giving an example. All right. The man goes to the gym every day. The man works out every day. The man spends 12 hours a day in the gym there training and fighting and ready to get in the ring. Okay? He is every day. He takes the blows. He takes the, he takes the hits. He deals with the trainer yelling at him all the time. Do this. Do that. You better do this. You got to put your hand up. You got to protect yourself. You got to lower your head. And he goes through all of that pain there. And then all of a sudden, all that pain and suffering he goes through, then all of a sudden, one the, the day of the fight comes. 
and he gets in that ring and he's ready to go. He's ready to fight. And guess what? He fights and he knocks the daylights out of that other dude, that other contender, that champion there. And he goes and he gets and he claims, you ready? He claims the title because he won it. He claims the title because he won it. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, here it goes. He goes home. And when he goes home, he's got a wife. And the wife collects the paycheck. <laughs> okay? Wow. He was a conqueror. She was more than a conqueror. Oh, my goodness. What Why? example. Jeez. Why? Why? Because he paid the price. He fought the battle. He won it on the cross. Mm. And now his grace has given us the position of being more than a conqueror. Just like that boxer was the conqueror. He won the fight. But the wife got to collect the paycheck mm. in the end. Man, that's a that's a really good way of putting it. Man, that Holy Spirit rocking on you. We having some Pentecost up in this place. <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be. Man. Those who don't know what Pentecost is about, boy, we speak about it every week, but man, we've been dropping dimes like like dollar bills around here. Man, that's a really good analogy. See, the thing, that's a beautiful thing about this, guys, is that Jesus battled the most fearsome entity in the world, the devil, Satan, Lucifer, call him what you want, the adversary of humanity. He fought him. We reap the rewards of it. We just by accepting him into our lives, we we reap the we reap the rewards of that fought battle. The problem we get caught up in is that once we do accept him, now we don't know how to use our power. Oh boy, about the we about to get Holy Spirit up in this. We don't know how to use our power because the church has disarmed us. Hate me now. Just hate me now for all I say. The church has disarmed us because they want to control us, not have the Holy Spirit let us free. We have power. The Lord gave us the power to fight principalities and powers, to be to do works, to do miracles bigger than Jesus. But we sit on our butts inside the church. We do our daily thing Sundays. Like that's the Sabbath anyway. Oh my gosh. We sit in the church. And we and we go in and we do our nice little pleasantries. Hi, how you doing? God bless you. Da, da, da. We sit in. We do a little bit of worship music. Lights go on. Everyone can see scene now. It's time for the offering. Pass the plate around. Don't put anything in it. You feel shameful. Then we do some type of announcement. And then we we sit there for 45 minutes listen to preacher. That's all repetitive stuff. What happens when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of us? What happens when Pentecost actually takes control of what he's supposed to do and we get the heck out of the way? We're going to have revival. We get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit do what he's doing. You know how... He, oh boy, here we go. You know, in the casino business, everything dealing with money has times every, within the company, whether it's this company, that company, this company, or that company, they all have specific times they do things all at the same time. Okay. 
it's uniformed for that reason because the gaming control has to have everything on the same time frame okay church does the same thing churches all start between 9 30 and 10 30. they go about two hours i'm on radio cage hour and 15 minutes of music and, and craziness which means order 45 minutes of preaching how much time do you have to actually bring some salvation to people and then you're like is anybody healed in here do we have any testimonies no one but maybe one or two just to say something why because he didn't usher it in the holy spirit you didn't usher in god's power you're giving them word you give your we have a whole lot of really fat christians Fat on the word of God. I know the word of God. I'm fat. I'm glad. And I am a I'm a 500 pound Christian. Yeah, but I bet you one thing. You even drink a word of the Holy Spirit. You ain't drink none of that Holy Spirit. You just a big word hog. Shame on you. Shame on you for sucking up the dang word and not having no Holy Spirit to drain it down with. So now you're like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Too many fat Christians, not enough effective Christians. I'm talking to every church out there. I don't, I don't need to name churches. I'm talking about every church. You wonder why people don't want to come to church anymore. Well, people don't want to get involved in church anymore. Because you guys are regimented, you guys are calculated, you guys are ordered, and you have no Holy Spirit revival moving. That's why. Tell me I'm wrong. Call me. Call the station and tell me I'm wrong. Give me your opinion on, on if this is if I'm just blowing gas. You know, I'll tell you there was one time there where I will share I will share this share where the Holy Spirit. Uh, I was I was ministering at a church one time, and the power of the Holy Spirit came down so strong that literally I had to get on the floor and. Get out the way and let God do what He was gonna do. I, I, I Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just giving the praise the Lord, because I know what you're going, what, you, what that story is, and I'm I'm happy to hear it. And I had to get out the way. They actually had to come up and tell me I got to stand back up again there because <laughs> because I was on the floor. Listen, you know what? There were came there came a time where where I, I and I'll share this with you here. And it uh, and I, listen, any time that God shuts me up, I'm all right with it, man. I'm all right with it. Okay. I'm cool with that. Let Jesus shut me up at any time because I want to get out the way and let God do what he wants to do. And I want to step aside and say, Jesus, I love you so much that I don't care who it comes from. I don't care how yes. it comes. Yes. I don't care yes. what happens. It happens and yes. happens and happens. Yes. Now, I yes. will tell you one time I was standing up and you're going to laugh at this here, but I, I'm just proving it. I'm just saying this to make a point here. I was in India and I was standing before 5,000 people there and I was trying to preach the best that I could. And I was, it was like I was trudging, I was, it was like I was walking, walking through uh, water with socks on, okay? It was difficult. And eventually my pastor uh, got up uh, and said to me, God wants to move and start healing people. Oh, oh thank Lord you, Jesus. Jesus. I was about, I said, I've got to sit down and I'm just going to get out the way. Move. 
yo. Uh, get out the way, get out the way, move, get out the way, yo. Get out the way, let God do his thing, just get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know what, it's good, because you gotta let just God do, yes. you have to go ahead and say, the power of the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit is going to be good enough and sufficient enough for it to do what it needs to do. What it needs to do. Hallelujah. So, if you guys are on right now and you want to get involved with this prayer, this Holy Spirit, call us. Let's let, let's unite. Let's call us and let's pray together. Let's, let's open the door to the Holy Spirit even more. Let's open the whole floodgate of the Holy Spirit tonight. Let's do it. So, Hallelujah. Shows itself more effective in your weaknesses. Your weaknesses means that he can do a power because you have put down your guard for him to do what he does. So, shows itself more effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weakness. I will be happy in my weakness because that means you get to be glorified. Oh, the people say, well, it says I am gladly more could the boast in my weaknesses. That does not mean for you to be a knucklehead. That means that God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit is going to be able to show itself more approved through you and you can make it make sense. Make it make sense. He can show himself like, hey, it's him. I'm done. The gloves are off. I'm done. It's him. And he can show himself approved. So those who know you can see how he works in you. Faith without works is dead. And that's when you got to get the gas. You've got to get the gas. You've got to get that. You've got to get that lit up inside of you. You have to get up every day and say, in the name of Jesus, the grace of God is more than enough for me to make it through this day. The grace of God is sufficient for me to overcome, for me to be switched from being a victim to a victor. The grace of God is more than, more than it's enough for me to go ahead and switch from being abused to being healed, from sick to being healed, from being, uh, from, from all the things that have come against you to being the one that overcomes all things that come against you. Hallelujah. See, and we know that it's by the it's by the grace and power of God. Hallelujah. So we got a call here, right? Yes, sir. You're on 21-8. Hello? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? Hi. <laughs> it's me, the one and only. Oh, oh it's, it's Lucille. Oh. <laughs> Hey, hey, Lucille. Hey, I, I just, I just want to add. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm just I, saying. Hey. I just want to add. Um. Hi, guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are kicking butt. Thank you. I just, I just want to add something that I've been like putting that on my heart all the time. Like I've been keeping telling me all week because I hear a lot of people talk about. Um, Oh, how come I don't, you know, I, I follow the word, I do, you know, I do good things in life, and I go to church, and how come I'm not blessed, you know? But he said, I do give you the blessings, I give you a job, I put people in your way, but you choose to give my blessings to the enemy. Yes, yes. Mm. And how you give it to the enemy is by... When you know something is wrong, when you know you're, you're giving your, your blessings for something wrong, if you're giving your brother money for 
for drugs, so you're giving your uh, for porn or for picking up a, a girl, that's you're giving it to the enemy. Mm, mm, so he's not mm. taking your blessings. You're giving them. When you know the money's going wrong, when you know your the help that he gives you is going in a different way. When you know that, like somebody gives you food and you throw it away, you, you're you're throwing the, you're throwing my blessings away. You're giving my blessings away to the enemy. I'm not doing. You know, I'm just blessing you. I don't know, Flo. What do you feel about that? That's right. That's it. she's she's absolutely right there. You know, you have listen. Everybody has God. Look, if you are listen, let's just lay it down, smack down. Let's do a smack a down right now, okay? All right. You know what? It's very what? simple. What? what? If you're not going to hell, you are blessed. 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 And you may not ever get a dime on the on the face of this earth. But when you die and you go to be with Jesus, number one, first of all, number one, number one, numero uno, above all, primero, okay? It's very simple. Yeah, I know. I used the Spanish version. I've been, I've been working on my Spanish, okay? All right. Guess what? If you got Jesus, you got more than enough to make it anywhere, any place, any time, anyhow, any way, any space available. You can do exactly. it. Hallelujah. Oh, you can do it. So if you sit there and you say that you're not blessed, oh, don't believe that. Don't believe that. That's right. Yes. <sighs> Tap yes. into your grace. Tap into the grace. Okay? Exactly. Because people complain about, about, oh, you know, so-and-so has more than me. Well, so-and-so, you know, has more. And I do more. But... Maybe so-and-so is not handing out his money to the enemy. Maybe so-and-so is planting seeds where it's supposed to be planted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. have to be, they have to check themselves before they start talking, you know? Yep. That's, yeah. that's that religion nonsense. So that's what God's been giving me. God's been giving me, I give you guys blessings, but a lot of you just turn around and just hand it out to the enemy. Just hand it out to the enemy. And that's and that's what, uh, what uh, the, there's, a, there's a scripture that talks about your talents talks about how God gave certain people talents there and they and some people put it to good use and started to make be started to make it useful in the kingdom but the one person who had the one talent there said I was afraid fear fear okay and they went ahead and they put it in the ground and they said well the master will come and collect it later on but the master wanted to see something produced there look you all got talents out there whatever it is don't give it to the enemy, whether it be money, whether it be your time, whether it be your, your affections, whether it be your love, whether it be uh, your, your uh, any, anything there. Don't give it to the enemy there. Use it for God exactly. and let the blessings of God come down upon you there because you're being, because you're multiplying the kingdom. Mm, with that. Mm, 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 mm. Oh my goodness. Usil, boy, that's some good stuff right now. My goodness, God be talking to you. That's stuff. right, because He does. He puts it in front of you, and we 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 don't take it. We don't. We don't. He puts people in our path, and we don't. You know what I mean? We don't use the people that we're supposed to be using for the right things. We use them for the right, wrong things. That's right. So that's when God says, "I'm giving you the blessings. You're handing them out, or you're just not looking at them, or you're not taking them." So before we start complaining about how come, how come this. Well, um, you have to think about what have you done for you? What have you done with that blessing? My goodness. 
That's some truth bomb right there. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, wanted to add because I, I spoke about it yesterday, and he's been telling me, like, like he's been telling me, people just throw my blessings out. Yep. And, and you, and you see, let me just uh, say this too. Okay, this is for everybody that's listening to us. Okay. If you don't think that God is blessing you, then I'll tell you what, I issue a challenge right now. You take what little you have and you put it to the kingdom that you there, and you say, Father, I don't care what it is, don't have to be money. It could be time, it could be it could be something of importance. And you say, Father God, what do you want me to do with the little that I have? And I will tell you one thing right now. Whatever it is that you go ahead and you put into the hands of the Father God and you ask God, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? And again, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about time, effort, okay? Yes. Love, patience, perseverance, all of those things, okay? Uh, maybe it's just going over to the neighbor next door and just uh, and just helping them with cooking their food, whatever. Maybe they're yes, elderly. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And, and you pray and you ask God to anoint you in that area that he has gone ahead and given you that little talent that he's given you there. And guess what's going to happen? The more you use it, the more you're going to increase. The more you use it, the more it's going to grow. And the more it's going to grow, the more you're going to be able to use. And the more that you're able to use and put back into the kingdom, the greater that grows. And it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. So you want God to bless yeah. you. Take what he's already given you and start to use it for his glory. Exactly. And watch what happens. You got a singing talent? Start singing for the Lord, man. You can rap? Start rapping for the Lord. If you can play guitar, Amen. start playing guitar for the Lord. Do it and watch what happens because he's going to multiply that because you put it in his hands. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you one thing right now. There's not a thing that you don't put into God's hands that he doesn't multiply back. That's why you give the five loaves and, yes, the, two, and the fishes to Jesus. He feeds 5,000 with it. Not only once, but twice. Come on now. <laughs> Good stuff. Amen. Good stuff. Yes. Well, you guys are rocking, and I'll be hearing you guys. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. Man, I tell you You're what. I'm, I'm, uh, we love you, Seal. We love you. I think I'm blowing up the. I'm blowing up your soundboard now, aren't I, man? Yeah, you're rocking and rolling. I'm loving every minute of it. I'm oh. telling you right now, man. Okay, so thank you for Usia. She's she has her show Tuesday nights. If you do not know, you're going to know now. Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time, one hour of Usia. She drops truth bombs all over the place. I know because I engineer it. <laughs> She is live with us, okay? And that show, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, she's on live, and then it also replays on the weekends at 1 p.m. So you, if you miss the live show, you can always go tune in on the weekends at 1 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, and hear her go do that again. It's not going to be live on the weekends, but it's definitely going to be the same Truth Moms. So much love to Lucille. She uh, she has an incredible Tuesday show. Incredible. Not only that, but she's an incredible cook too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No flow knows a little bit about that cooking. Knows a little bit about that cooking. Tell you right now. Seal, we missed your cooking. Okay. You know what? <laughs> so going. Oh, going forward. Okay. Forward, uh, the the <laughs> get me off track. Great sufficient. Then I am strong. Truly able. Truly powerful. Draw. Oh man, why am I on that one? Uh. <laughs> I was trying to do something on Twitter. It didn't work Ladies out. and gentlemen, just 
ignore that one part, okay? All right, truly drawn to God's strength, okay? So we got... Wait, <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Nofo funny today, I like it. I'm loving Nofo tonight. He, he's doing some special something. That Holy okay. Spirit going on, on him, it's what's good. Okay. Anyway, so... That I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, and truly drawing to, from God's strength. You should be drawing from God's strength irregardless. Okay? Irregardless. Let's go up here. Up here, right here. Okay. So, so I am well pleased with weakness, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties. For the sake of Christ, for when I am weak in my humanity, that is when here I am strong. That's the second part right there. So... Okay, so why would anybody be well pleased with weakness, insults, and distresses, and persecutions? Why would anybody be pleased with that? Because it's going to just show more of God's power, more of God's grace, more of God's mercy, and it's going to show the world that these that there is a race of people. There is a there is a a. There is a species of mankind there that just will not back down. It don't matter how much the enemy comes after him, but they're gonna they're gonna pursue and overtake, and they're gonna overcome, and they're gonna be more than conquerors through Christ who loves them. That is what it is gonna be all about there. So make it make sense, no flow. I am pleased with weaknesses, with insults, distresses, with persecutions, and difficulties for the sake of Christ. Make that make sense. Because it's going to put him on display. It's no longer going to be us that's going to be uh, be that's it's no longer going to be us that's going to be mo uh, moving under that. There, we become the reason why is because we become a power unstoppable. We become a force unstoppable. That's why Jesus said the gates of hell cannot will not prevail against the church. Now, let me address this here for a minute. That doesn't mean that the church is holding back the gates of hell and stopping the gates of hell from doing what they want. It means that the gates of hell is not stopping the church from doing what they want. And when I say the church, I'm talking about those that are blood-bought, spirit-filled, born again, love Jesus, allowing him to be the power and the movement and the fuel behind their passion and their praise and their worship and their lives hallelujah that is what it's referring to listen we can will and are going to change the world when we catch the picture and the vision of the power of the holy spirit there yes. the gates of hell will not stand against the church and again Stressing this here, it doesn't mean that we're holding back the gates of hell and stopping them from doing what they're doing. It means that the gates of hell will not stop us from what we're doing. That's right. That's right. See, what we, what we fail to realize is that <clears throat> we have all the power available to us. We have the biggest army known to any type of thing, whether it's mankind, whether it's supernatural, whether it's natural. We have the greatest power in the world. That's the Holy Spirit. And when the church does not embrace the Holy Spirit, usher in the Holy Spirit, do all these things, the church is disarming you. Okay? Regardless, uh, it, uh, regardless of popular belief, 
signs, wonders, miracles, blind eyes, deaf ears, lame walk, all that is 100% today. Right? It's for today. Yeah, yes. It's for today. Yes. It got nothing to do with the, the apostles being gone and done and no one being around to do this, do that. It had nothing to do with that. The churches teach that. They teach that all those signs and wonders are gone because the, the originals are gone. Wrong. Okay. We need to bring the Holy Spirit back to where it belongs in the church so people can see relevant, real, and radical, real, and relevant results of what the Holy Spirit is capable of doing. No, walking around the church saying, oh, have you ever been blessed? Have you ever been blessed? Everyone got any healings? Bro, you haven't mastered enough Holy Spirit to start a fire. Too many popsicles in the, the pews because there's too many polar bears preaching the word of God. Cold. There's no microwave. We don't have a microwave in there. More or less a stove. You should be sweating, dancing, enjoying the Holy Spirit, not acting like you're having a seizure. All that nonsense. I don't know what you guys think. That's all biblical. Walking around looking like you're having a seizure on the ground and, and like your heart's about to stop. You're, you're jiggling around like a crazy one. No. We, we dance. We don't act like we're going to die. Okay. Stop with the, the theatricals. The Holy Spirit is not is the Holy Spirit is a gentleman, not a he's not a hypochondriac. You know what that means? You're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. No, you know what? Um, isn't that a hypochondriac? Somebody that always gets sick or something. Hypochondriac, someone who blows things out of proportion. He takes something so small and makes it big. He's a hypochondriac, someone who who takes it to a different level of extraordinary. Like you have something going on. If you're a hypochondriac, you get your you get you, you get a cut on your finger. Now it's a grand mal cut finger, a finger being cut off rather than a scratch. Mm. Okay, there's too many hypochondriacs in the church, and, and, and that's why Pentecostals have such a bad reputation because they get the Holy Spirit and then all of a sudden they act like they're going to be going to the hospital with a heart attack. Come on, enjoy Him for what He is. He's a gentleman. He knows when to turn it off. But we need to get Him back in the church so that we can show how real, radical, and relevant He is to the church. I'm going to say this right here. Acts chapter 2. Mm. The mm. power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. burst this church. What? Burst the church. The race of Christianity. Burst it. Burst it. Did you know? And I'm going to just say this here. Did you know that... The early church did not come up with the term Christians. Nope. Nope. It was the world that came up with the term Christians. Christians. And you know why? The word Christian means little Christ. Remember what we talked about last week? Yep. Okay. We are little Christs. Yep. Jesus is the king, capital K, of kings little k who are those little kings believe it or not it's me it's you and everybody else out there that loves jesus 
Yes, he is the king of those kings. He is the Lord, capital L, of lords, lower L. Who are the lords? Who are the lower L lords? Us, us. Well, we haven't been taught that because we've been taught. It's almost blasphemy to think that way. How dare you? How dare you think that you are a little Christ? You are a, if you are a Christian, you are a little Christ. Get it? Which means that you should be doing the same things that the big Christ did, the big Jesus did, capital J did, and you should be doing that more than he said that he did. Why? Because he paid the price. He was the conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Absolutely. Through who? Through Christ who loved us. That's right. And gave himself for us. Okay? That's right. I'm about... I've got the... I'm having a hard time holding my seat down, okay? <laughs> All right. Is it break already? We'll take a little small break. All right, guys. We've been on it, fired up. Pentecost is rocking and rolling through this show tonight, today. Don't let it... Don't, we got a whole lot more we got to go over. We got a whole lot more to go over. So, guys, stay tuned. Keep it locked. We are going to be right back here.
time, yeah, it's blow time. Can't never let them with me the whole time. And they told me I was treasure, I'm a cold Try to stop us some poppers. That was my life. I was still the best. Living stress at the test. 
best, no caress with the best, look I'm blessed, nah, I'm in the To get the homie saved, used to front a hundred of them things, to get the homie paid, made a hundred different plays, quick to catch the homie fade, take one for the team, just to get the homie made, I ain't with the game, homie, catch me with the best up on me, I'd risk my life for every stripe of my testimony, little brother laying down, soldiers always stand with me, mob with the hogs, but ain't nothing like your family, real recognized, real, always on some real chill, don't you ever sleep on me, wake up on some kill deal, I was taught to shoot to kill, now I ain't the same soul, I've been faced with 25, I know how this game goes, 16 moves, ran a couple keys of those, 36 more weight, ran a couple keys of those, now I push the rock, push them on the same block, still know how to pop steel, got a couple wops still, I think Marathon for murderers and shifty kids. I'm married to the dirt boy. Make it as a dirt boy. Left pocket war flag. Blew it in a smirk boy. Did it for my neighborhood and everything I stood for. Show my homies progress. I get on the hood tour. Always dirt for kizzle cuz. Never turn on deep smoke. JJ resting in the Lord's hands like a remote. It was all cuz, homie. Now it's all love, homie. Got put seven in my life. You know that's my blood, homie. Never question loyalty. Look at what he done for me. It cost a lot to bury pops. He provided for for me, let me show my testimony. Nothing about it fabricated. Mind of a soldier, should be dead, but glad I made it. God done got my life right, spiritually calibrated. So I do not waste time, all of mine is allocated. I think I'm a be there for the hood. Always been there for the hood. Don't act like you don't know what's good. Cause that was my life. I'm still in the best. Look for stress with the test. Knock a rest with the best. Look, I'm blessed. Now I'm living out. Back then they try to stop us and pop us Cause that was my life We still the best Look the stress with the test Knock a rest with the best Look I'm blessed Now I'm living the What's going on, you guys? Back from break. Yes, you're tuned in to the house party here on 21.8 Amplitude Network worldwide. Man, all the way live on Wednesdays. Your boy Blue and DJ No Flow. No Flow in the house. He is bad like he left something. <laughs> I, I want to? <laughs> you're bad like you left something, brother. Oh, it's a, it's a joke. 
Okay. Let me face. Yeah. No, I didn't get it. I no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I did not do it. I was gonna go. That went way over my head. <laughs> what? Who wants a wiggy wiggy? Give me some wiggy wiggy wiggy. Wiggy wiggy wiggy. Oh yeah, I love it. How about some of them? What's, what is that? Well, you know, you fade it in, then it fade it out, oh, and it fade it in, yeah. Oh, that one's that? Okay, watch. I don't know what it was called. There you go. Although my impression of it was pretty good. No kidding. <laughs> Nice stuff, nice stuff, man. You ready to get this rock and roll? I'm ready to get a rock and roll, and let's do it. There you go. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, 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 we them boys, the Bible with T boys. Hey, we them boys. Hold on, hold on. We them boys! Hold up! Hold up! We them boys! We the 5 OST boys! We making noise! Yeah! 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 5OST in the house! We them boys! 5 OST boys! We them boys! Holla holla! We making noise! We them boys! With the one and only! Your boy Blue. Another way, I'm gonna be their motivation. I'm gonna be their motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'm gonna be their motivation. Let them be their motivation. Let them talk, let them hate. Come on. Motivation. I'm gonna be their motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'm gonna be their motivation. Oh, yeah, let them hate. Yeah. I'm loving this fight. No yes, problem. I am. Rising up. Back on the street. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> he got his glory. And the wrong lyrics. Introductions, now it's time to I just threw you off, didn't I? Yes. Alright, at least we all know this part right here. The thrill of the fight. This last part, this last hour is going to be like Rocky and Mr. T, Rocky and Clubber Lang and Rocky 3, where Rocky just beat the daylights out of Clubber Lang. You ready? Are you and ready? that taught that ready? man to go back ready? to school and learn something. Here it goes. I pity the fool. I pity the fool. I am the tiger. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Pain. <laughs> I see his lips up to go like this. Hey! <laughs> oh my goodness, gracious men. Fantastic, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the second half of this 21.8 House Party Amplitude. Live on Wednesday nights, all the way live, man. Thank goodness for you tuning in. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to us via YouTube, uh, via Facebook or Twitter. 
or you're listening to us on the radio network, which we have Urban Music Radio Network as well, who's broadcasting this live. If you are listening to us via Friday or Monday nights at 7 p.m. on our encore presentation, thank you for tuning in and listening to us bump our gums on our Friday and Monday night. Awesome stuff. Good edits. Good stuff. And if you're listening to us via Spotify, SoundCloud, or whatever else platform we might be on, on demand, thank you for going to our website, Push and Play, and listening to us flap our lips again. We have a lot to say. You have a lot to say. Let's talk about it. It's good stuff, man. Because no matter where you may be in this world, no matter what you may be doing, all ears are good ears. UMOLV.com, 833-586-6218. Give us a call. We want to hear what you got to say. That's the bottom line. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You ready? I'm ready. Wait, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. You already know what we do. We do it every Oh, we got to get up. Oh, we got to. Oh, okay. Well, you know, if you just said get up, that would have been easier, okay? <laughs> okay, guys. All right, here goes. Ready? All right, let's do it. Hold on. No flow should already be. Look, okay, I'm older than you, okay? So just give me a minute. Okay, yeah, it takes a little time for him to get himself up. Hey, guys, watching us right now worldwide, no matter where you may be in the world or listening to us, no matter where you may be in the world, understand this. This show has been rocking and rolling. Why could we usher the Holy Spirit in and we give him his way? Okay, so right now, that's what we're going to do again for the second half of the show. We are going to give him his way once again. Holy Spirit, right now, I come to you right now. Have your way. Be into this studio. Be in on this broadcast. Whether it's visual or audio, you have your way. You're welcome in here. We want you to do what is you do. Show the interpretation you have. Because it isn't us, it's you. Lord, we just pray right now over the word that's been given already, Lord Jesus, that yes. it was just, hallelujah, we believe and receive, Lord God. Yes. I thank you, Father, that your word is designed to go ahead and plant things into us yes. to make us into your image. Your Father, image. If a, Father, if a farmer plants an apple seed, he gets back an apple, Lord. If he plants, right. a, if he plants a, 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 a uh, a mustard seed he gets back a mustard tree that's right so, father in the name of jesus when you place jesus. when you place your word in our spot in our spirits and our that's hearts right. guess what lord jesus that means it's going to go ahead and produce you inside of us yes hallelujah hallelujah and we hallelujah and we believe and receive that in the name of jesus, jesus. by way of the hallelujah. holy spirit hallelujah. this moment right now hallelujah have your jesus way name. everyone out there Get ready. We're going to end this show last hour with some high-speed Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Hey, you know what? We keep forgetting to introduce Blue Jr. Did we introduce him last on the last show? Yeah. On, on, the, on the last hour, did yeah. we? Okay. Blue Jr. right there. If you don't know who Blue Jr. is, that's a blue M&M between Buffalo's, the Buffalo right heads in front of No Flow. So No Flow has to look at me, and then Blue Jr. looks back at me. <laughs> okay. So, All right. So, so anyways... Man, thank you for tuning in. The phone lines are open. I'm going to do this once again right here. Okay, so you're watching it via Facebook, via YouTube, or Twitter. Lines are open. Give us a call. Let's talk about Grace Sufficient. 833-586-6218. When you call that number, it is going to prompt you to push zero to go live. Push zero on your keypad, and it will take you to our Who's in the House theme song, which will... I will see it right on the phone here, and we will go live and talk about what it is you want to talk about. If that phone line is busy, you can call us on our local number, 702-483-8004. That will also pet you in because we have two lines going into the studio. 
All that to be said, phone lines are open. Let's talk about a crazy sufficient. Okay, let's get into our notes. I'm gonna get into our notes. All right, let's do it. Okay, excuse me. All right. Anyway, we've been talking about it, different different theological person uh, point of views, but the bottom line is is that he is more than sufficient. What he's done for the past, present, and future for all people living have the ones that haven't even been born yet. He's paid that price. Okay, so we don't even realize that it's not even about us. It's about the fact that everyone, past, present, and future, is going to have the ability to have that grace, and it's sufficient for all. So that's the beautiful thing about it. And uh, you know, the power of the power of the Holy Spirit is so incredible, bro. I just it, it's it's over-consuming. Kind of like you know, trying to figure out if we can look at God. God's so glorified that we can't even put eyes on Him. Moses couldn't even do it. You know, it was just too much. So we have to go. We have to ob obtain that grace in uh, in our lives and tap into it and and and, and comprehend that power That's that right. comes with it. There. That's right. Because again, when we do that, we do become victor the the victors. We become again the more than conquerors that we've been talking about there. Hallelujah! And we That's thank right. you, Father God, that through all of that there. When that happens to us, we are able to go ahead and overcome all trials and temptations and tests yes, and Father. insults. Somebody insults you, you got to bounce it off. It's going to be like water off a, du off a duck's back, okay? Yes, gonna, you know, it's not going to bother you there. Somebody comes up and hurts you, says something to you there, you're going to take no offense to it. Why? Because you're walking in grace. That's right. You are walking in mercy. That's right. You are walking in that anointing, and that covers you and that protects you from things that normally would destroy a normal person there. Amen. Because, why? Because grace is supernatural. Mercy is supernatural. It takes you beyond the point of your own abilities to oh. do it. Oh my God. And when you do that, when you step into that, you go from the natural to the supernatural. That's you right. want, you still, so that's where you become that where you where you start to walk in that grace here's the example for you right here all right if i'm going to go ahead and fly to africa it would be the silliest thing in the world for me to go ahead and try to walk there and try to get there on my own power i would never do it i would never make it but the moment that i step on that big old 747 hump jumbo jet delta united whatever it may be the moment that i step onto that the moment that I get on that plane and I let the pilot do the driving, I let the pilot do the flying there, and all I do is just sit back and, and operate under the under the power of that airplane, I'm gonna get to where I'm going. Got it? Yep. I so do. I that is what happens when we learn that grace and mercy. Absolutely, man. Let's get into the notes. Few lies are attractive and poisonous as they claim that following God is a means to worldly success. So basically saying that godly means are, it's a lie to believe that God is a means to worldly success. That's 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 5. The Bible is unequivocal in teaching that earthly life can involve hardship. Even those who are faithful, John 15, 19, 2 Corinthians 5, 2 through 6. Jesus' explicit teachings was that the Christians should expect hardships, a warning he gave especially 
or special specifically to prevent discouragement in the face of hard times. John 16, 33. How do you feel about that, NoFlow? Let me read that again here to you here because it's powerful. The Bible is unequivocal in teaching that earthly life can involve hardship, even for those who are faithful. John 15, 19, 2 Corinthians 5, 2 through 6. Jesus' explicit teaching was that the Christians should expect hardship, a warning that he gave specifically to prevent discouragement in the face of hard times there. That is the truth. Hey, we're going to face it. It's going to be around us. We got to deal with it. All right. But thank God he is able through us to deal with that. He is able through us to go ahead and make us more than conquerors again through him who loves us there. We are not going to be uh, living a life there uh, in a bed of roses. Well, then the next line, I love the next line. You ready for the next line? The next line? Go ahead. I love the next line. Liars who teach that wealth, healing, prosperity, or other benefits are waiting for them with enough faith are, merely, are not merely unspiritual. They are unbiblical. I love that. Mm. And Paul's experience here among the scriptures, most potent proofs that the word, that word of faith and other forms of prosperity. I have to say, I'm going to go ahead and stay, uh, just step out here and just say it. I have to say that I do disagree with that part there. Um, but. Okay. Well, since we have the time. Okay. Why do you disagree? Why do you agree with prosperity gospel? Because, okay. So, number one, the, fir the first thing is, is that, is that. Uh, I've never made a dime off of preaching the gospel. Never. And if I never make a dime off of that, it won't bother me at all. Okay. However, I think that when I think that when you teach when you teach the principles, the biblical principles of of giving and sowing, that a person has a right to go ahead and claim those what they've sown. Now, whether it comes back in the form of a, in the form of a, um, of finances, or whether it comes back in the form of some other matter, that's up to the Lord. So, so, but healing, prosperity, and those are part of the gospel. So to to single those out and say that's. To say that's false is not scriptural, because well, you gotta understand what the what the prosperity and the gospel actually means, not the prosperity that we are all accustomed to. When people say prosperity, mm -hmm. the first thing they think of is money. True. Okay. True. First thing you think of prosperity, you think of money. Not prosperous health, not prosperous blessings, not prosperous, you know, in, in the word of God, but money. Because every prosperity preacher, word of faith preacher, has banked their entire ministry off manipulation and pimping the church. That is why. Now, what you're saying, yes, I understand that. If you sow into the church or sow into the ministry, there is an unverbal, non boastful expectation inside your spirit that God may or may not bless whoever it's intended for. I do get that. I understand what you're saying. Right. But it's non-boastful. It's not you owe me. God don't owe you nothing. 
Jesus already paid that. He, he paid for you already. So when people say prosperity word of faith, they're talking about the nonsense they see on TV and hear people putting thousands and thousands of dollars into a church or a ministry that just puts it back into their property. You get what I'm saying? Now, I can understand that, yeah. Okay, we're not talking about wealth as in, when, when they say, when they teach wealth, you teach wealth as in the health prospect. You're wealthy because you're healthy. You're taking care of yourself. You're taking the proper vitamins. You're eating good. You're, you're you know, you may do your checkups with the doctor. You know, you 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 recognize and you and you address issues. That's wealth. They got nothing to do with cars, diamonds, houses, all that stuff. Because I don't know one person who believes in the prosperity gospel who's doing that well. Amen out there to anyone out there listening to me. I don't know anyone out there with the prosperity gospel who gives money to these prosperity gospel preachers who are living just like them. Tell me one person who believes in this prosperity gospel, this money back, money give, God owes me, I'm going to put a million and get a million back, I'm going to do wealthy stuff and everything, who's living in a nice house, nice car, and can say that God has blessed me like this. Tell me one person who's done that outside of the actual church. I'll wait. So when it comes to that type, when it comes to that there, you know, the, uh, when I, like for instance, when I tithe, okay, I tithe with an expectation that God's going to go ahead and meet my needs. Now, have I, uh, have I been, uh, do I roll in dough? Do I roll in a, in, in a lot of funds? No. Okay. But do I have my car insurance paid? Do I have my house paid? Do I have my, do I have my electricity paid? Those things, yes. So, I, now, I, if they never get paid, I'm all right with it. Because guess what? I'm not a, I, listen, I, listen, I'm not fair weathered in my relationship with the Lord. If it ever comes, if every, if, the, if, I, if I have learned to be content in everything, which means that, guess what? Even if, even if I have never gone ahead and gotten uh, gotten a dime for any type of thing that I've done for the church. I don't care. Flat out, don't care. It's gonna be. It, uh, I'm gonna serve Jesus no matter what. I'm gonna serve Him in sickness and health. I'm gonna serve serve Him in good times and bad times. I'm gonna serve Him plain, period, simple, anyway, and that's it. Nothing's gonna change on that. Okay. So now let's address something real quick because you said something I want to address. Okay expect the word expect okay how many out there listening to this broadcast right now whether it's live or whether it's recorded on whatever thing you do have an expectation on god I, I do okay i don't expect anything from god so when so but here's why you can why you have the right to expect things from okay, god uh, you're gonna go down this road again this rights and wrongs okay the only thing you have a right to is an opportunity for grace. You don't have a right to anything else. There's nothing you have a right to. You know this well without. True. Okay, so let's let's change the verbiage on this one. The only thing you may claim in the kingdom is go ahead. The, the only thing that we may claim in the kingdom? Yes, that's the right wording for it. Don't say I, okay, I have a so right to anything. The only okay, so let's say this uh, let's say the that uh that you have a right to claim something. Well, you can claim something okay. there with. Uh -huh. When God puts Himself in an agreement with you, okay, then you have the then you have that legal authority to say, Lord, this is what you said. 
this is what you have to this is what you have bound yourself god said this in his word he said my word is above my name okay which means that very simple that if your word cannot be trusted your name cannot be trusted okay so when god says when he says try me and see if i will not open up the storehouses of heaven to bless you now whether you want to count that blessing as being some as being uh in a in a uh, in whatever form fashion you want to do it there great great that's fine but you have the ability the legal authority to say lord you said it in your word you have to go ahead and back up your word because if you if you cannot back up your word then your name is going to be defamed okay now i i agree with that to a degree because people get caught up in this this is dialogue this is all dialogue it's not that i disagree with you at all it's just a dialogue okay right we should get out of this whole legal mingle stuff okay i have the legal authority bro that's what Jesus came to abolish is the legalness of the word. He came to abolish that. But that type of legal authority, there's nothing wrong I with that. I know there. that, but you have to understand. Okay, when you come at me, when I say some stuff that you may not think appropriate, I'm not going, well, you know what? I should say, just to rattle your cage. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, I'm not, don't I'm do not it. I'm not going to do it. Relax. <laughs> okay, so when I, tell, when I say something that you may not think appropriate, and you come at me and you tell me why you think is is inappropriate, okay? Mm -hmm. My job is to understand why you said that. No matter how much True. I may, may agree or disagree, right? Right? True. Dialogue mm -hmm. is everything. Right. Okay? So when people hear the word money, prosperity, or legal, their brains don't go into theological presentation. Their brains go into what they know of legal, prosperity, and money. Okay, so when you have all these preachers, I have the legal authority. What is the first thing you think of when you hear legal? Courtroom, attorneys, right. lawyers. Okay, so I'm trying to get right. you to understand. I got gotcha. you. Okay, we're not dealing with people who theologically understand the difference between legal in God and legal in the courtroom. Right. Okay, when you say legal authority, what you're saying in a biblical concept is that you have a certain expectation to what he is going to do for you according to his word that that summarizes it yes okay so when you start talking about authority and legal and rights and all this you start putting all kinds of constitutional words together thinking someone's gonna be like he's talking about legal authority in the word man that the water is the word is the law no the word is not the law of the land calm down Okay. <laughs> I'm calm. No, I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking oh. about I'm not, Oh, you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Like, because people, you have to understand how people perceive things. Okay. Right. okay. That's why the interpretation of the word is so important by the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit interprets according to what's going on in your life. Okay. If you're told to, 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 to I don't know, interpret the word to somebody else. Then he'll give you the ability to interpret the word according to their life. You may not know what's going on, but you're still right. going to be able to interpret. That's sure. why there's so many variations. Okay, so you have an, a certain expectation or dependence on the Lord according to His word, His word above His name. Okay, so for me, 
when 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 me and my family give anything, whether it's to the church, whether it's to an organization, whether it's to a fundraiser, what whatever, we don't say, "Well, I already gave, so I'm not going to give no more." We're not going to say, "Oh, well, I gave to you, so now there has to be a small little bit of remblance of understanding to this." There's no strings attached to anything that I give, none at all. You get sure. what, what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So. Like, for instance, we may buy something, but we may give you more. Why? Because our our donation conquers, overdoes, our love does more than paying for something. You get what I'm saying? Yep, I understand. Okay, so we have to understand the difference between prosperity gospel and being prosper in the gospel. Oh, boy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Prosperity gospel and prosperous in the gospel. And I would absolutely agree with you there because the word of God says, okay, in John, in 1 John, it says this. It says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. In the gospel. So how do you prosper in the gospel opposed to prospering for the world? How do you do, how, what's the difference? When you prosper in the gospel there, that means that, that means that Jesus Christ is growing inside of you. That means you, when you when you prosper in the world, you can prosper in the world without Jesus, but you haven't gone ahead and you haven't obtained that substance there that is going to go ahead and stand for all eternity. Right. So Which, what and you can actually prosper in the world with the gospel. Ooh. You can prosper. You can have the gifts without having the giver. Okay. How do you prosper in the world with the gospel and still not be gospel? Because God's word is going to go ahead and maintain, be true, regardless there, whether you, whether the person that is using that word is standing right with God or not. Okay? God's I word. You're, you, you are literally, <laughs> I'm going to use that word literally, literally Wait, stamp, li stamping what I said two weeks ago. I am so proud of you. I am very proud of you right now. Well, I've always I've always agreed with that to a certain degree there okay. that you can... Either you do it or you don't. You don't give me certain degrees, 510s, 240s. Either you agree or you don't agree. Don't give me a 4060. But you've got to go ahead and be able to discern, okay, the, between the between the, the, the no, right and wrong. There is no discerning between the word of God being used for good and used for evil equally. If, if you are taking the word of God and you are practicing a principle in the word of God there, whether you are godly or not, okay, it's going to go ahead. Like, for instance, okay, if you take biblical, uh, if you take biblical principles and apply it to business, whether you're saved or not, those principles are going to work for you there why because they're biblical principles and they're going to go ahead and work either way now whether you are again whether you're saved or not is going to be completely separate there because your salvation is separate from from biblical principles working there to a certain degree so a person who understands biblical uh, uh, principles on business there but again doesn't love is not born again if they put those biblical principles into practice, they're going to go ahead and get biblical results. So, but, but that's what I'm trying to tell you, though. That's exactly what I'm trying to say to you, NoFlo, is that two weeks ago we discussed the same topic about it, and you you gave me a 60-40. You're like, well, I do, but I don't, because I don't know how this is going to happen. And then Luke Saint actually said, yeah, that makes some sense. 
because we understand that the cults, religions, and other forms of, of non-godly stuff are all founded on the truths of the gospel. It's true. You, you, do you think their book they open up isn't biblically sound? There's stuff in there that's biblically sound in those books. That's how they're able to perform those 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 trickeries because his word comes back doesn't come back void either good or bad. That's how they have the powers. Do you understand? Okay, how about this one? What's the difference between magic and miracle? What's the difference? Magic. One 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 could be performed if you're talking about a the, the pure form of magic. No, like I mean evil magic. I don't mean pure evil. I mean evil magic, miracle, right. and one is a counterfeit. One is the real. Okay, well that that's that, that's right, but it, I'm I'm trying to lead you somewhere. Okay, so evil doesn't require belief. Evil requires participation. That's why you can get a whole bunch of people in a circle, don't believe in any of it, it worked, and people will be like. <gasps> Oh my gosh, it worked! Because they participated. They don't gotta believe in anything. Evil does its own thing, okay? Right. But in order to have a miracle, in order for God to do something, mm -hmm. you gotta have the faith to believe in it's gonna happen. You have to actually be involved to some degree, even as a mustard seed, some degree of faith to believe that's gonna happen. Because even when the miracle happens, and if you don't have the mustard seed, you'll be like, that ain't, one, that ain't nothing, that ain't nothing. What's that, magic? But you have a mustard seed, a little mustard seed in there. You're gonna be like, oh, God just done did that. Belief is in faith to make it work. Evil requires participation. Participation is not necessarily required with God because we can have two or more gathered. He's in the midst. It's not us doing, it's him doing. You follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you don't you don't need belief for evil to work. You just need participation. Make sense? True. Okay. Right. So let's you want to drop in some more notes? Absolutely. Okay. Prior verses included Paul's extraordinary heavenly experience, which is in 2 Corinthians 12, 1 through 3. This moment provided him with insights he was not allowed to reveal to others. Okay. That's in 2 Corinthians 12, 4. To prevent Paul from being conceited about his knowledge, which people get conceited about their knowledge. Oh, I know more than you do. I have more. You know, whatever. God sent Paul as un. Specified thorn in the flesh or a stake in the flesh. Okay, so he was more of a pain than he was a pleasure. Okay, that's how God sent him. More of a pain than a pleasure. Okay. Scripture doesn't scripture doesn't explain whether this was something physical, emotional, or connected to some temptation. All it tells us is that a man of profound faith and deep commitment was stricken. Causing him to cry out to God repeatedly for relief. Second Corinthians 12, 7 through 8. What a thorn in the side Paul was, huh? Man, he was a pain. Well, no, that was the somebody was being a pain to him. Oh, Paul will be a pain to him? Yeah. That was it. To prevent Paul from being conceited about his knowledge, God sent Paul an unexpected thorn. Okay, so someone's so that's what it was. Okay, thank you for correcting me. I, I didn't I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, thank you. I thought he was being a pain. Uh, no, somebody was being a pain to him. Okay. Somehow Paul came to understand God's power to his request was a clear and permanent no. Clear and permanent no. As prior verses indicated, Paul realized the purpose of the malady was to maintain humility. This, pre this precedent weakness in Paul's life helped keep him from becoming conceited. 
Okay, elaborate, NoFlow, what does that mean? So, things happen in our lives there to where we have to go ahead and continuously rely on that grace to get us through, that overcoming. To, so to teach us, so things are, God uses things in our lives there. God brings things in our lives there to go ahead and make us, uh, to go ahead and make us rely on him more. He brings people in. He brings circumstances in there to go ahead and have us listen. Let me let me put it to you like this: If Mike Tyson never had an opponent, Mike Tyson would never have a victory. Okay, Mike Tyson had to go ahead and get in the ring and fight. He didn't get that championship belt there just by going ahead and just sitting around and doing nothing. Sure. No, nobody ever got that. Who's the current? Is it still Tyson Fury? I'm, I'm a little bit out of the game. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. Okay. Well, I, I was going to use wrestling, but we all know wrestling is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. That's a completely different subject. Give me an acknowledge me there, won't you? Acknowledge me. Okay. Yeah, one day he'll be off his pedestal, too. <laughs> one day, who knows? One day, one day Roman Reigns will acknowledge that Jesus reigns, okay? One day All right. he, won't, he won't wear that belt one day. Gosh, so, for three years. Jesus. Has it been three years? Good God. It's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, I get it. He's a money cow, but Jesus, I mean, after a while, I mean, I'm getting tired of seeing him, you know, be at the title. I'm sorry. I'm tired of seeing Paul Heyman walk around titles, too. You know what? I think Brock Lesnar could easily beat Roman, but that's another subject for another show at another time. Hey, I'll tell you right now, okay. he, he, if Brock Lesnar was able to beat Undertaker to break the streak, he should be the one to break that title reign from Roman Reigns. Undertaker was what, 21-1? Oh, I don't know what his number was. 22? He, he was up there. 22, okay. So they, they, they chose Brock Lesnar to be the one to break his streak. Yeah. Well, why, don't, why don't you go and have him break Roman Reigns' streak? There you go. Okay, uh, just don't make it. Don't make it Logan Paul, please. Oh, okay. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm sorry. I I, I mentioned. Spare I, me the drama. I, I mentioned Logan Paul and uh, Roman Reigns in the same breath. That's that's. How could you do that? That, that I know. That's just uh, insidious. That's like prospering the okay. gospel and, and prosperous so, gospel prosperous. <laughs> I, you're not gonna get a lemon face from me. You're not gonna do it. Okay. All right. So so back. So what we were saying is so is you, that. So you think you're a. I think I'm a what now? <laughs> I stopped myself from saying. Uh, I, 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 okay, you know what? I'm not going to ask you what you were going to say because last time you did that, okay, and you and I had a discussion about that, okay? So, when, no. <laughs> You're not going to do that, okay? <laughs> so. Do you I, smell what The Rock's cooking? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, The Rock has come home. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, How about it? Can we do a, what, a Triple H? I am the game. I came to play. Hey, never mind. Anyway. All right. All right. Uh, oh, gosh. You know, you got me. Okay, yeah. come on. All right. I'm going to do this, okay? All right. I'll tell you something, brother, right now. Uh, no, no, I was going to do that. Listen. <laughs> what you going to do, brother, when the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you and these 24 inch pythons? Come on, man. That was good. It runs right, right all over you. Oh, man. I tell you. you. I'll tell you right uh, now. Okay, so back to what we're doing here. What was. Okay, we, we kind of got, got a little bit off track there. It's a okay? little bit. It's a little bit. So, all right, here goes. All right. What I'm saying is, is that in order for you to have a victory, 
in order for you to have a, a, a in order for you to have a testimony, you gotta have a test. It's in the word testimony. Okay? We're without not, a test without a test, you only got a money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Without a test, you only got a moni. <laughs> that's great. That's one of the... You guys got to witness a no-flow moment. Without a test, all you got is a moni. <laughs> hey, oh, that's there you great. go. Oh, my so God. So, in order for you to get a testimony, you got to get a test, okay? It's there for you to be able to conquer and defeat. It's there for you to be able to show the power of God proclaimed, declared in your life there because people will look at you and they will go, I don't understand how you made it so far. I can tell you how I made it so far. It was by the grace of God, by the power of God, by the mercy of God, and it's the same thing that could apply to you in your life if you put it in your life there. So guess what? I will boast in the fact that DJ NoFlow can't do it. I will boast in the fact that I have to rely upon somebody, the Lord Jesus Christ, that is greater than me, hallelujah, that is more powerful than me, that could stand, that stands above me in every way, shape, or form, that I have to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, bow my knee to him, and say, I need you to do it. Hallelujah. And you have given me that grace. My goodness. So, well, you never knew if Noflo was passionate. He sure the heck is. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Instead, God proclaimed that his grace was fully capable of providing everything Paul needed to endure his suffering. God told Paul that his power is made perfect in weakness. The Greek word for sufficient here is, and I don't know how to pronounce that. Wait, 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 wait. How does it? Uh, right here. Teletai? I guess it right there. Teletai. Talatai. Talatai, I guess what it's called. Yeah. Which implies endurance, strength, and satisfaction. Paul was written Paul has written that he would only boast in his weaknesses, 2 Corinthians 12.5, and now that he adds enthusiasm, he will boast gladly about his weaknesses, including the thorn the thorn in his flesh. Why would someone like Paul celebrate being forever saddened, saddled? Uh, with some painful struggle because Christ's power becomes more obvious in those areas where believers are weakest. The word translated as perfected here is, what's that word? Uh, Teletai. Teletai, which mostly refers to competition uh, or accomplishment. The focus is on something being achieved, not having flaws removed. This is some... So this is the same rooted word used by Christ when declaring it is finished from the cross, John 19.30. This reveals several truths about how God works in worldly lives of Christians. First, God is willing to make, make use of Satan and his demons to accomplish his own purposes. Their attempts to harass God's work and servants can become part of God's strategy God's strategy to accomplish his exact goals. Second, God's, ans God's answers to prayers are always subject to his overall will. He may answer no to a request to relieve a believer's burden, whether or not that burden, be uh, the burden comes from a demonic source. If the suffering is helping a Christian to be more dependent on God, it may be accomplished in us exactly what he wants. Third, 
It shows us that God's primary concern of his children is not a moral life of ease or, le or leisure and leisure. His first goal is that we trust him. That means allowing Christ to be, be strong in places we are weak and not to resent him for allowing us to experience that weakness. My goodness. Allowing Christ to be strong in places where we are weak and not to resent him for allowing us to experience that weakness. And I think people really resent him when they go through stuff and they feel that because they're not, he's not, they're not, he's not there like they, like he, like they want him to be, they resent him. Because we have a certain expectation, a certain lawful idea of how he's supposed to be there for us, not the way he's going to be there for us. You know what I'm saying? And we have a few more minutes, so uh, lead them. So, in life, you got knocked down, you've been beat up, you've been, you've been, things have just not gone your way the way that they have normally gone. And... In some cases there, you can allow that bitterness to take hold, just as what we were referring to just a moment ago. You can allow that bitterness to take hold there. But you see, or what you can do is you can simply say, listen, God, here is what it is. I cannot do this by myself. I cannot go ahead and succeed in life by myself there. I cannot be all that I am supposed to be by myself. That is the greatest place in the world that you could ever be. Because again, that is where grace and mercy comes in and overtakes you there and causes you to become what you're supposed to be. God puts a seed inside of you there called salvation. Why? So that you can be like him. Because he plants like what he is. He plants the seeds into you there. It's a part of him that he puts inside of you. And that seed, if you allow it to grow, you will become all that seed was created to make you. And that is a life that is truly worth living there. We've all been in positions right here where we had to get on our knees and say, I can't do this by myself anymore. I have been in that position Boy, Blue's been in that position. We know what it's like. I've been, you know what? There was a time in my life many years ago where I had to deal with something that wasn't very nice. And I had to deal with it there because, unfortunately, I hurt and I hurt a lot of people. And I had to learn how to apply that grace in my life to that area in my life so that I'm not hindered by it anymore very simple so guess what take the grace of God that we've been talking about today apply it to your life and watch God do miraculous things in that in your area there but you got to go ahead and you've got to lay it down at the at, at give it to Jesus and say I need you to take care of this because I can't do it on my own and if that's you right now then I want you to pray with me I want you to say right now, Jesus. Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Do a work in my heart. Do a work in my heart. To change me. Change me. Into you. Into you. And to walk in your grace and forgiveness. And to walk in your grace and forgiveness. And love. And love. Jesus. Jesus. Change me. Change me. 
Make me become. Make me become all that I'm supposed to be. All am I supposed to be? I accept your salvation, Jesus. I accept your salvation. Jesus. Your forgiveness. Your forgiveness. And I thank you for that now. And I thank you for that now. I pray. I pray. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Make me new again. Make me new again. Right now. Right now. In your precious name. In your precious name. How much time we got left? Let me see. Three minutes. Three minutes. Ah, okay. Hey, you know what? We gotta we gotta announce uh, who's gonna be who's gonna be the guests okay, here next so week. Real quickly before we end the show. Next week, tune in. It's going to be super special because we're going to have the the Rodriguez family live in the studio. Henry, Lily. Henry, Lily, and kids are going to be live in the studio. You'll see them on the cameras, on the cameras here. Right here. They'll be live in the studio. It'll be the ver first time we've had anyone live in the studio at that level. First time anybody's ever been in this uh, this man cave here. Yeah, well, we've only had one other person in here before, and that was that was uh, Javier. Remember Javier? Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah, we had him. Javier yeah. stopped by real quick, and he was here. He sat right over there, next to no flow for uh, for the show, um, but he wasn't really on the mic. He was just here, just kicking it. But uh, Henry and Lillian and the family is going to be here engaged in the conversation being with us and sharing some good stuff with us so you know it's a it's a wonderful thing next week it's gonna be beautiful hey man hey we had an awesome time man awesome show guys beautiful <laughs> stuff you know when it comes down to it you know it's it really is just that good you know um we uh we definitely need to uh embrace the holy spirit more guys we need to bring the holy spirit back there you go make church holy again what's wrong with that uh, uh, no that just was out of the middle of, that just came out of nowhere yeah i just thought about it make church holy again bring the holy uh, mcha yeah mcha there you go mcha make church holy again let's push that i'm gonna make a graphic for that all right. <laughs> make church holy again. Let's push that. No flow and blue pushing it. Make church holy again. Let's make church the Holy Spirit. Let's bring it back. How do you feel about that? Absolutely. I'm in agreement. I think we. I, I think it's super important that we just really focus on that. Um, definitely tune in next week. You know, grace, uh, grace, Christ, grace is sufficient. He's enough. Embrace him. No flow? Anything you want to end with? Jesus is Lord. And like I say, every single time I'm off this microphone, guys, and it rings across this world, people say it on their phones, people say it in the living rooms, people say it in their cars, wherever you hear it, never forget. Pentecost. Because he paid it at all cost. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much. We will see you next week with the Rodriguez family. Love ya. Love ya. Later on.
Solution to pollution, the 